Hello there and welcome back to another episode of Check with Tech, your guide to all things tech. I'm your host, Yassine Azam, and let's get started, shall we? First things first, Vivo has teased us a lot, especially on its new flagship phone, but now it is in all of its glory, the X50 series. The Vivo X50, X50 Pro, and X50 Pro Plus. But here's the catch. Vivo didn't announce any specs for most phones except the X50 Pro Plus. Uh, so for now, I'm going to talk only about the Pro Plus and hopefully later we will complete the list of specs on the other phones. Uh, so the X50 Pro Plus uh, has the Snapdragon 865 processor with 5G, 120Hz refresh rate screen, which also supports HDR10+, which is excellent. And of course, the main feature of these new phones, the new gimbal style uh, camera lens. I think it was taken from Vivo's uh, Apex 2020 concept phone. And that gimbal style camera basically helps a lot with the OIS and uh, surprisingly, photos that don't have much light to support it. So yeah, surprisingly, this uh, gimbal style camera lens will help with night mode photos. So for the gimbal cell camera, they used uh, Samsung's new 50 megapixel ISO cell GN1 sensor. And we do know that uh, the X50 Pro and the Pro Plus will, uh, will include periscope telephoto cameras, but the X50 does not. So you have to get the Pro or the Pro Plus if you want uh, to use a telephoto lens. And we do have a hint that the X50 will be the world's slimmest 5G phone ever at 7.49 millimeters thick, which is really impressive, especially for a 5G phone. But that's basically all we know about the X50, so it's not that impressive so far. But I mean, hopefully the rest of the spec sheet is as impressive as the Pro Plus, but we shall see in the near future. So HP not the biggest brand for gaming laptops but it is a competent one for sure i mean it can consider itself uh, a competitor against uh, asus uh, razer and the rest and these new gaming laptops prove it the omen 15 which is a 15.6 inch uh, gaming laptop has been revamped and refreshed for 2020. the weird thing about it is that it's the first gaming laptop with an IR thermopile sensor. What does that do? Well, it basically helps make fans more efficient, but less noisy, which is great, especially if you're gaming. But I'm not so sure about it because you need to have good fans and good fans generate loud noises. But we're getting too ahead of ourselves. Let's go back to this laptop and what it is capable of. So the new Omen 15 uh, supports either the 10th gen Intel Core processors all the way up to the Core i7H series. Or if you want to go to the red team, they do support AMD's Ryzen 7 4800H. You can upgrade it all the way up to 32 gigabytes of RAM. You can put in uh, as maximum as two PCIe SSDs and two display options 
300 Hz 1080p LCD screen or a 4K AMOLED screen uh, only at 60 Hz. The bad thing about going to the red uh, team uh, for the AMD Ryzen 7 4800H is that you can only go to the base uh, graphics cards, the GTX uh, 1660 Ti, but if you go for Intel, you can upgrade all the way to an RTX 2070 Super, which basically means that you get great performance at lower power. HP is also promising a battery life of up to 12.5 hours, which is too good to be true, especially for a gaming laptop. I mean, some laptops are already struggling uh, to, and to achieve half of that. And now if you want to go all the way to the big side of laptops, if you want to get a laptop so big, you can get the same thing, but only 0.4 inches bigger. Yes, uh, the Pavilion Gaming 16 is HP's first 16-inch gaming laptop, which isn't as big of a deal as the 15.6-inch. I mean, that's less than half an inch of an upgrade. With it, you can go all the way to a 10th gen Intel Core i7, not the H series. You do get a 16-inch 1080p 144Hz display with the graphics card um, being able to be upgraded all the way to an RTX 2060 Max-Q. Both versions of the Omen 15 are now available uh, today uh, and starts at only $1,000, a lot for some people. Meanwhile, the Pavilion Gaming 16 will ship sometime in the late June uh, for only $800. So what are my thoughts about these two laptops? They're both good. I mean, on paper, the spec sheet is great, especially for a gaming laptop. But I, I kind of just wish that the Pavilion 16 have had something to do to compete with the Omen 15 instead of just the price. I mean, I tried to put pictures of each laptop together at the same scale, and I couldn't find a difference in size. So if you want my opinion, if you want a good gaming experience and, and you don't want to go all out, I recommend the Pavilion 16 because one, it's cheaper, two, it's almost the exact same specs. Okay, any of you viewers have played at least for a minute with the Sega Game Gear back in the 90s? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't as successful as the Game Boy, but Sega is now taking another shot at it, but only for its 60th anniversary with the introduction of the Game Gear Micro. As of the name, it's the same hardware, the same exact specs, but 92% smaller. It's smaller than the palm of your hand. Now, I know a lot of people complain that the Game Gear is too big, but this is just overkill of an improvement. No, I don't think that it is physically possible to view a screen that is only a quarter of your palm. And worst of all, how can you even play with the controls? So it comes in four models, each model has a different color and a different uh, set of games. There is blue, black, yellow and red. And now we'll start with the blue model. For the blue, you do get Sonic Chaos, Gunstar Heroes, Sylvian Tail, Sylvan Tail, sorry, and Baku Baku Animal. For the black model, you get Sonic the Hedgehog, Puyo Puyo 2, Outrun, and Royal Stone. For the yellow model, you get Shining Force Gaiden, Ensei, Jashin no Kunihi. 
I hope I pronounced that correctly. Shining Force The Sword of Hajia, Shining Force Gaiden Final Conflict, and Nazupiyo Aruru Noru. And the red version, you do get Revelations The Demon Slayer, Megami Tensei Gaiden Last Bible Special, GG Shinobi, and Columns. That was a mouthful. I mean, I like the concept that each model gets different uh, set of games, but you do uh, you do have to know what you're trying to look for, and it's yeah. I mean, it is easier that it's color coded, but come on, it's better to just customize with the color and the set of games than to just get it randomly. You can charge it uh, over a USB, but you can use AAA batteries. That's just to show how small it is, you have to use AAA batteries. Well, to compensate for the small screen, you do get a magnifying glass. So you have to get a magnifying glass just to look at what you're doing. And, I mean, the price does compensate at only $250 for all four consoles. I mean, that is fine, but... I think it's just too small to be playable without the magnifying glass and you really have to get used to uh, the small controls. Muscle memory plays a huge part in this. Now the question, would I recommend you to get it? If you're feeling really nostalgic and you're trying to find a way to celebrate Sega's 60th anniversary, sure, go get it, it's cheap. But one, get the big window and two, don't say that I didn't tell you that it's small and your fingers are always getting cramped. So you have to know what you're getting into. And now ladies and gentlemen, we come to the tiny topics. One, this is actually a huge topic, so I don't know why I put it in the tiny topics uh, segment, but here we go. Samsung just invested $84 million in its Egypt uh, manufacturing and will start to manufacture computer screens in Egypt and export them to uh, any European Union country starting at this August. It's definitely a surprise to be sure, but I hope it's a welcome one. OnePlus accidentally rolled out the update that disables the color filter camera worldwide instead of only in China. OnePlus and McLaren are officially done. They, they have broken up. Starting in this July, uh, Amazon's Echo Look will no longer be functional. BBC is trying its new voice assistant and Huawei just announced a phone that can take your temperature. And that ladies and gentlemen closes the book of everything that happened this week. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please make sure to listen to the other episodes in the podcast and don't be afraid to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. As always, this is Isina Azam signing out. See you next weekend.